0: Hello everyone this is Anthony Ellis, and I'm with my husband David Ellis, and we are th- tired we're tired <laughs> um and we are celebrating our month in bond um which is a podcast that we talk about all the times we've thought about James Bond in the month um and we've um, it's coming a bit later in the month because one we're tired like david just said um we've had a very busy month but also we've done a few podcasts in between or david's done a few podcasts in between during the month so you've had a bit of content and we were going to do it on sunday um but actually like whilst we weren't hanging from die another day no. donated another day we kind of just were tired um well hang other on
1: Donate to another day was sunday
0: oh it was wasn't it you've got mixed up because this it day, was bank holiday, bank the next holiday day. yeah yeah so
1: may de- may is especially this year it's usually two bank holidays but because of the king's coronation we've had three this three year bank holidays, so, so. Days have kind of all blurred together a little Mayday,
0: bit. and then we don't have any more bank holidays in the UK until August. August,
1: yeah.
0: Um yeah. So May Day, with it just being May Day, was something that made me think of Bond a lot during the month because um there is actual May Day, mm-hmm. then the King's Bank holiday, where we went and um after we watched the coronation when we the actual May Bank holiday, yeah. You went to that train thing and you did that. In...
1: oh my god yes yeah. so on the way back from our wedding we was that during yeah, that, that was during yeah, yeah, this month yeah, wasn't yeah. it oh my god this month how we've, we I, I, we've packed so much into yeah. this month it's ludicrous seems like the longest may ever so yeah we're on the way from way back from a wedding so you
0: wasn't we, from the wedding because the wedding was.
1: We we're on the way back from the wedding the day after and we went via crew
0: Oh, yeah, yeah yeah that was that was See, yeah, it's been yeah, a really yeah. long month. Oh, so we yeah. went
1: to crew heritage railway museum yeah. i love a railway museum and we yeah recreated get sorry for me off the yeah. back of a heritage
0: train. but we're still on time it is as still may as we're recording this you might just about to it in there, June, are, but it's
1: there are a few hours left of may a few
0: hours left of may but we've had a really busy bond month Um, So, we wanted to make sure we we want to give a heads up of
1: what we're going to rattle through here. We're going to try not to repeat too much material that's been in the other podcast. So, we're obviously going to talk about the coronation and the book on His Majesty's Secret Service, um, which I got to go to the launch to and then interview Charlie Higson himself about. Uh, There's a special 70th anniversary event with Kim Sherwood, uh, which uh, you may have already listened to, um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, don't donate another day. Obviously, our UNICEF fundraiser for this year, and we'll do a. We haven't really done a kind of follow up to it to, to the end of that, so this no. will serve as that, won't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, we're also going to talk particularly about how Die another day has been sort of rehabilitated, because um, uh, that kind of came up during that event. And then, obviously, we're going to do our usual. Other things we've watched that aren't Bond but make us think of Bond or have Bond actors in them and things. I think probably the most exciting thing I'm I'm looking forward to talking about in this one is with you about Moonraker because you'd never read Moonraker before no. and you read it over the last week. Yeah, and I've and really you absolutely it. loved it. And we haven't talked that much about it, so we're going to talk about it on here.
0: Yeah, um, I've um, just for we'll talk about it probably later, but yeah. for full disclosure like I've read two other Fleming um Bond books being Casino Royale Live Let Die because I am a continuity person so I like to read things in order um and really based on the event that you and Kim did mm. um, where you read little sort of vignettes from the novels and talked about the characters you liked I was just like and, and both of you talked about Gala Brand, so I did think like oh I I need to read I want to find out what Bond. Gala Brand's all yeah. about yeah so like um and I picked that and I like oh yeah we'll, we'll get on to it Later, we're going to finish with it because it, I think it's going to be the, could, the lengthy, yeah. Discussion. We'll see. We're going to but, try and
1: keep this episode tight, but, but that discussion might run. so good, yeah. So, first things first, coronation,
0: yeah. Um, you might think that the um coronation has something to do with James Bond, and it probably wouldn't have, apart from the fact like cool things like Dame Judi Dent was in the crowd watching it. She was, Pierce
1: Brosnan did a special message, Pierce Brosnan did a special message he's done lots with the Prince's Trust,
0: yeah. And um, but then obviously, the main event was that they release a special Bond book to coincide with it. And I think that's the bit, like, a lot of other people did, like, toys like, oh, you've got a special coffee cup or all this kind of stuff. But I think that's the coolest sort of toy-in merch, mm-hmm. if you call, you can get it. And also, didn't it... Wasn't it a charity endeavour?
1: Yeah. So all of the money goes to the National Literacy Trust. It was going to be the Prince's Trust, but then they realised the plot was around an assassination of Charles. Yeah. So I don't think that went down too well. So yeah, they changed all of the proceeds going to the National Literary Trust.
0: Yeah. So um, I haven't read it because I'm reading all the Bond books in order. Oh God, he so... might be
1: there. He, he might be there sometime. I'll, yeah. Like I've got it about fifty to books it. to go until you get to His Majesty's Secret Service. Um,
0: but um, just without major spoilers, because people might not have read it, yeah. um, give a three-sentence review.
1: Um, well, I did a whole interview with Charlie Higson for 70 minutes. Yeah, no, well,
0: and people can listen to that. But
1: essentially, okay, it's um, a really fast and full-on Bond adventure. One. There's one, one sentence. I hate it when you do this I to know, me. put me on the spot. The so a fast, um, fast and full-on Bond adventure. It's... Um, Uh, It's incredibly topical, but also incredibly Fleming, and
0: thirdly, Wokey Woke Woke.
1: (laughs) Well, the whole, yeah, the whole Woke thing was hilarious um and also distressing to read about the fact that people were branding this book woke before it was in release just because james bond eat, ate particular foods and stupid things like that Which charlie Higson and i get into in a lot of detail so I, I i haven't really heard any other interviews apart from the initial interview in the times kind of pick up on that and the yeah. times obviously spun it into bonds gone woke uh I whereas think- uh other people i think have kind of shied away from talking about it but um Charlie, i was really um it was really fun to get into that stuff with charlie himself
0: i know um this has got quite a limited window in terms of it being like topical but i do mm. think that um the inflaming publications is actually quite good at spacing out the um, publicity around the books particularly yeah. when they're releasing different markets as well so it'll be really interesting to see um some more of those interviews from charlie because i know that kim for example is still doing quite a lot of interviews um so I'd I like to see if more people start with that question and also because he's such a sort of witty intelligent person mm. that like um I, I wouldn't imagine he suffers fools gladly so if no. someone starts a conversation with a thing about woke stuff I think he will like sort of put them in. oh
1: place. yeah well as we said in our interview you know it's just, it's just, he start he started off really um it's essentially meaningless mm-hmm um so yeah and i i did get to read it a couple of days before they didn't send out proof copies um really much this year they sent out electronic uh, proofs yeah. um because it was such a tight window to actually get it printed in the first place I, and so i had that yeah. a few days before the actual publication so i got to read it and then had to keep quiet obviously um and then managed to write my review um, and you went to an event didn't you oh i went yeah i went to the official strangely the official launch actually happened at four or five days after when the book hit stores. I
0: imagine like a lot of things just generally yeah. because of the bank holiday weekend as well. Yeah,
1: so it was Tuesday, it was the Tuesday after the book hit yeah. stores um, and they, there was a really nice, um, quite intimate um, launch event at Goldsboro Books in London, which I managed to get to after work. One night, which is a bit crazy, doing a what is it five hour round trip to London from the Midlands for the for the launch, but it was totally worth it.
0: Did Charlie sign your copy as well?
1: Yes, and we, I won't spoil it on here. Um, but if you do watch the video or listen to the podcast with me and Charlie, I do spoil what the dedication is. But no if I was to say what the vid- dedication is, it would be a big spoiler. No so I'm not going to say anything.
0: That's good. Um, the other thing I thought about with the being the 17th anniversary of bond and stuff is um the fact it's my mum's 70th birthday next week oh, so yeah? she was born almost exactly no I like a that. month after bond what, what, what day was bond's 70th uh
1: i want to say 13th of april hopefully i'm not a day or two out there yeah
0: because yeah. um um mom and auntie die were just um ninth of june so. so
1: your mom and her twin sister were born just a month or two after, after bond, bond yeah, that's crazy
0: appeared in the world um so. talking about the 70th anniversary as well i've started to see some of the new covers in the world which is really cool yeah a bit tougher to fight we've only like, seen about three of I've them, seen... haven't
1: we from we found from oh, yeah. Russia with love on the, on the majesties and
0: is that it we just found the two there was another one. I'm sure
1: there was. I think at the most we have found three in yeah. bookstores. Both I wanted here, to get
0: Moonraker and I couldn't get it. I know yeah. both
1: here as in the Midlands. So we, I've tried Wolverhampton How Waterstones. Yeah. I've tried Birmingham Waterstones.
0: And we went to Cheltenham.
1: And we went to Cheltenham. We went in we practically every bookshop in Cheltenham. There's a lot of bookshops in Cheltenham, and we could only find two or three of the new. The 70th anniversary cover it was really
0: weird as well because in cheltenham we went into a lot of secondhand bookstores as well and i had trouble finding secondhand bond books in cheltenham yeah i found the only Bond book i found was um solo the
1: the bond books you know they always go don't they they're always mm. popular it's a rarity if you find one in a charity shop even though there's like there are literally millions of them out there but yeah
0: that was really fun um okay so on the subject of the 70th, mm-hmm. um, you and Kim did a joint event. Oh, that's a lot to be, of fun, yeah. Like, I'm not taking anything away from Kim, but, like, I recognise I recognize that you keep talking about it. It's like, oh, Kim did this event. Now, you and Kim did this event together.
1: Okay, yeah. Um,
0: and it was really, really good. Me and Kim's mom, Ellie, helped sort of... Um, take questions from people and that's my natural self-deprecation yes i know that's why i I wanted to make sure that you didn't and i thought it was a really fun thing you and kim put a lot of work into it it was very you you thought to do it quite short notice but like still lots of people came from all over the world Mm -hmm. um and um you talked basically about your but like the literary um and there's a kind of because they're such um I'd say easy reads, but that's not a backhanded compliment. They're quite easy, fast reads, and obviously because they've spawned this massive blockbuster film franchise, mm. I think people probably like would get the wrong idea and think that they're not literary and worth mm. uh, like and not well written. Um, and they are. And reading Moonraker this week has made me like recognize that even though I have read the other two, but um, I think you and Kim wanted to highlight that by picking your favorite mm. um characters, villains, um, and then your favorite sort of bits of like um sort of narrative description of landscapes and things yeah. like that. And I think you did a great job of like choosing things that were um special to you.
1: Well thank you. I'm blushing slightly. Um we it was Kim's idea to um Kim hosted it on her event Bright and then I uh, put it on my zoom yeah. so yeah it was a joint venture um and any it's worth saying as well um although we did sell tickets to this event anyone who subscribes to kim's uh sub the paid subscription um actually gets gets their tickets for free and we are going to be doing another one of these events, which we'll talk about in just a minute um but yeah it was i mean the one the one part which we got a lot of re we got a lot of positive feedback but um the one part that people didn't expect people to enjoy quite as much and it was kim's idea was to do readings from the books yeah. and um I, I i you know in my day job i'm always proselytizing for people love to hear other people read yeah. if they if they're decent readers um so um kim and i must have done a good job of our readings because people said they wanted more of that in mm. the next event so we'll try and do that
0: well i like um I can't listen to an audiobook just as an audiobook. No. Because I find my mind wanders. And I can do totally. that with podcasts because, like, like, on the whole, podcasts are not something that you have to remember after mm. the fact. So, like, I can find that with podcasts and I do find my mind wandering and pull myself back. But I do like listening to the bond books whilst also reading them physically especially because they get such big names and the moonrake one with bill nye and i was really good um so i can understand why people like to listen because with a really good um with someone who puts expression into it um you really get some energy, and like you and Kim both were able to do that in those passages that you read Um just like people can listen back to yeah stuff but like just give a quick like choose one of the ones of the th- you did three readings each didn't you yeah but choose one of the readings of those three that you is your favorite of those three the three
1: readings
0: I did character villain and yeah we place. did
1: we did essentially ally villain And we didn't do place, that's that's what we're doing now. Well, it could have been a place, but it was just a bit of description. So I talked about the sneer that the room gives Bond in Casino Royale as my little bit of description. Milton Crest introduction is so underrated, but I think my favorite of the bits I read um, and in fact, Kim and I were kind of uh, toying with both toying with doing this. Mm. So when Kim said she wasn't doing, it, I was like, right, I'm doing it. Um, so the introduction, Mary Ann Russell, in the story from a view to a kill. Yeah. So Mary Ann Russell, um, no, I'm not going to say that, but there's a spoiler about Mary Russell and Kim's writing of Bond. Um, so, <laughs> so if you haven't read Double or Nothing, make sure you read it um, and, um, but yeah, we, we both love that character, and the way she's introduced is so brilliant. Yeah. So you can hear me read that, and um, Kim's selections, which were also fantastic. Um, loads of discussion about, we talked for about 40 minutes, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And then took, uh, questions. took questions for about half an hour. So if you want to join the next event, um, we're going to follow a very similar format. We're going to talk for about 30, 40 minutes and then take questions. Um, The next event is on the 22nd of July. So people have got more preparation time this time because it literally was like a week turnaround on this. Um, and, and with, uh, the,
0: we, with the date you're also doing like a holiday special yeah
1: so it was your idea actually yeah um which we both really liked about james bond travel
0: with like james bond being obviously we've got that <laughs> series the black tomato series coming up but james bond is synonymous especially back in the 50s when the books are coming out it's almost like a wish you were here like yeah, oh, always totally exciting exotic wish fulfillment absolutely um, um ironically the one we're going to talk about later not so much but um mm. the um but so i think i I suggested it would be really exciting for um you both to talk about places that you've been Mm. in real life and then how they like are reflected in ian fleming's writing or places that you haven't been that you might have like really wanted to go because of like Mm. how it's been depicted in james bond novels Mm. so that's um that's 22nd of july yeah again In the, it's a
1: saturday so a lot more people will be able to make it
0: and you can um subscribe to um kim's Substack and like get her writings every month until then and then you you'd be able to get a free pass to that event or you can just pay to go to the event
1: so we're saying kim does write a lot yeah it's stack. really good. it's really i know you're a subscriber yeah, as well I'm a subscriber too. um so um so yeah definitely recommend it
0: um Shall we pause for a drink?
1: Yeah, let's pause for a drink and then we'll talk about donate another day, um, the other things we've seen that made us think a bomb. And you're reading of Moonraker. <laughs> Hello oh, and welcome to the Licence to Queer podcast, where we're on a mission to uncover why James Bond appeals so much to LGBTQ plus people. Why not see 007 from a different angle?
0: Just a classic Vespa today.
1: It's not actually a Vespa, we've run out of vodka. We used it all for donating a... the day. So it's just... So to a... actually, technically this is like a, but it's a gin martini but i've put a bit more angostura in the normal so technically i suppose we could say it's a pink gin martini
0: yeah um it's lovely i'm trying to think if there's a link to like a character from the the
1: bond drinks a lot of pink gin oh does he yeah in
0: the novels I don't you'll like find that yeah like pink gin really? just gin with angostura but like some You're thinking be of fruit flavoured. Flavor. No, oh, no, no.
1: Like that. That's not actually Ping Gin. Ping Gin is just gin with Angus Stewart business.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's really, really nice, actually.
1: So, yeah, sorry there's no vodka. That's
0: fine.
1: But neat segue into talking about Donate another day.
0: Mm. So thank you to everyone who joined us over the um, Sunday where we did it. It was the second time we've done a fundraiser for UNICEF. This time it was um, running through the pierce Brosnan, pierce broadson movies um and by the end of the um the day we raised one thousand two hundred and ele- one thousand one hundred and twenty one pounds uh, which is amazing and it means that within the space of the year because we did um the original unicef fundraiser for rogering for unicef yeah. um Altogether, we've raised just shy of £4,000 in the space of a year, which I think is amazing. And it's really much needed funds for UNICEF who are doing some great work in places that you'd expect like Ukraine, Afghanistan, and also places where there's been natural disasters like Syria and Turkey. But they also do lots of stuff. Um, sadly that it's needed in the UK, but they do. So like um helping children and both of the Bond actors that we did in both years were massive supporters of UNICEF. Um the whole the whole chapter isn't there in Roger Moore's the last chapter yeah, of Roger Moore's have I can't remember
1: which volume of he wrote five books and one of them um he talks a lot about yeah. his UNICEF work. He was really proud of that.
0: And didn't he get like
1: he was knighted
0: for but didn't he get like sort of pulled into it by Audrey Hepburn?
1: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. Um, and yeah, and fantastic, like not only to watch the films online with um, friends and, um, people who are really supporting the cause um but also um just nice to watch some of these films again i hadn't watched some of them in a bit um and... i
1: purposely not watched any Brosnan and bond films for a year yeah in the run in fact i don't i don't think i did so you, in you the run-up to this event oh i did i saw goldmine with... worlds not over the cinema yeah but that was about that time last year so yeah. it is about roughly 12 months since I'd seen any of those films. And I, every time I've gone to put one on and there was a hankering to put each of them on at
0: various It was points. August because you would... Oh, was it? Yeah, because we were just about to go on that cruise and he went with Hannah. And oh, Gold
1: that's guys. it. Yeah, yeah. So World is Not Enough and Gold I had seen it in last summer.
0: They're like 10 months ago. Yeah.
1: So, um, so it was great to go back to them. And obviously I know pretty much every word. Um, you know, <laughs> God, I, I, I know films. like
0: so much, like Tomorrow Never Dies yeah. is my joint favourite. It always it goes up and down with um the spy who loved me but that was a f- one of the films along with Jumpin' jack flash that i watched continuously mm-hmm. as a teenager like I got to a point when i was a teenager where i couldn't go to sleep without noise yeah um, and i had to have something playing on sleep timer. i didn't share a room with my brother at that point because that would have been very annoying for him um so i used to have to put and it was either tomorrow never dies i put on sleep timer or jumping jack flash so I, those words are ingrained. i think in yeah I, I have
1: a bit of a similar thing with "Golden goldeneye because i recorded the soundtrack sorry out there admitting copyright infringement here uh i recorded the soundtrack for a school trip um, when I was what 13, 14 because I was so obsessed with that film, and back then, back in the nineties, you couldn't take a film with you. There was no such thing as mobile phones, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. So um, I recorded the soundtrack onto cassette tape, which is incredibly sad to admit. Uh, so a bit of a similar thing with that, and me and Goldeneye, and then Tomorrow Never Dies. I can't. I've lost count of the amount of times you and I have watched Tomorrow Never Dies yeah. together. It's our ultimate comfort film. Yes, yeah, that
0: Saturday night film. Um, we watch that quite often. We don't know what else to watch. But crazy for me that both of those films that are used to assist us as a teenager both have
1: jonathan jonathan price yeah yeah
0: yeah so like he was like clearly in my dreams at night when i was um (laughs) a young lad um well let's not pursue that (laughs) too much shall (laughs) we let's leave that one there yeah um but one of the great things that came out of this um thing is that um because our watch along which we did over zoom um had lots of people who were sort of like die another day agnostic to die another day haters but because it was um, because we're
1: apologists i suppose
0: um i would say super fans and we we're all yeah, with... we've
1: gone from we've gone from hating it to super fans to um yeah from to, to apologists to super fans and though. then
0: kim sherwood also joined us and oh, she yeah. loved that and film a, as kim well. and her
1: husband uh nick they both joined us for the last one and that was that was a hoot.
0: yeah and they loved that film lots too and so like i think we changed some um people like Fenner, some friends, mm. um things who had always thought it was a uh, Vinny, they'd always thought it was like their least favourite, but they actually quite um, enjoyed it. Yeah, there was
1: a bit of a tide turning as we watched that film. It, yeah. and people went from hating it to kind of going, Oh actually I quite like some of it.
0: And it would be remiss not to mention that one of the things that obviously we did is all the food and drinks and costumes and one of that my promises was was that if we got over a thousand pounds by in donations by 7 p.m which is the time we were watching i'm um, dying another day i would dress up as jinx in the bikini yeah and i did and if you want to see that, um it's it's on all, instagram. all of the the sort of pre records where we make the food and the drinks and i say we david did all of that stuff um it's all on the um the instagram
1: and so you're saying i did all the hard work making the foods and drinks and you just stood there and looked pretty
0: i also made a dress out of kitchen foil
1: we made a dress out of kitchen foil. i stood there and
0: so 15
1: (laughs) minutes before we went live for tomorrow never dies
0: i made we made a dress dress
1: out of baker foil
0: yeah from baking foil for
1: for, uh yeah um with sellotape and basically yeah it was just silver foil and sellotape sellotape,
0: yeah so like um, crazy but our costumes are really good this year. We put a bit of thought into the Okay, last, you win the costumes. Last year it was too. just running around the house grabbing something. We actually just started seeing the
1: costumes at the last minute for all seven films last year. Yeah. That was crazy.
0: Yeah, um, And they were kind of, like, tangentially, like, I'm going to wear, like, Jungle kind of sarong for. i have to say
1: though the timings were so tight this year even though we were only doing four films
0: yeah but you're also cooking i was meals. cooking
1: meals at the same time so um full confession here i don't think we actually said this in the last video we we're a bit delirious by by the end we didn't actually cook the we didn't eat the haggis that was one of the recipes yeah, yeah. that edward biddle created night, the though, brilliant yeah. recipes we actually had it for dinner last night um be because weird. we were so tired um, you actually ordered pizza <laughs> yeah. which I've forgotten until the next day
0: but it was like much needed to um, yeah. re- make sure that we recovered well Yeah, so that, yeah so we were that, just
1: a bit tired the next day just yeah. in need of daylight and fresh air
0: um, like a sort of pencil in lightly into your diary we haven't chosen a proper date yet but we're going to do it again next year
1: it'll be around the same time yeah we'll be Probably around may a, bank
0: holiday. around a may bank More holiday enough. whether the, the the start of the month or the end of the month mm. um and we're going to be doing the daniel, daniel craig Craig's, movies yeah. And we're probably going to choose a queer related charity this year because, yeah, Dan Craig's done an awful
1: lot for for a lot of age charities and, uh, well, a lot of different charities actually. So we'll have a look at that. And if anyone's got any suggestions, please do feel free. Yeah.
0: But we just think that it's important. Like, whilst UNICEF do amazing work, we just think it's really important for like, and also
1: um, 007GB Club um which of course which i'm the editor are doing a lot of fundraising for unicef as well yeah so um we we yeah we think we think we're going to uh choose another charity for the next year's uh daniel craigathon
0: yep and so uh, more will on uh, more will come on that um probably in the next couple of weeks just so we put the say the date out there um because we know things can get pretty packed but yes that will be there
1: one thing that uh did come out of uh some, some kind of new research moving the literature on as we, as they say in academic circles is tom mason who he's he's so oh, good yeah. at spotting these things um uh, if you don't know tom mason i did a podcast with him uh called uh, about the various d- drafts of diamonds forever um in fact it's one of the most listened to episodes it's on youtube as well uh and we're actually midway through doing another one for another film at the moment we just need to find time to get together to finish that off because it's such a big one we're doing in two parts um, but um he's a uh, film scholar um from north and he um he noticed that um the the kind of phrase of the bros and films is shall we in every film Several characters say, "Shall we?"
0: Yeah, and it's not always Bond, is it? It's not
1: always Bond. It's yeah. often the villains, but it's they're all
0: written by the same people.
1: No, so that's the interesting thing. So you got like we aren't going into too much. We got like Bruce Feastin who contributed to the first three, but was not the so was only the main credited writer of the second one. Then you got Purvis and Wade coming in for well Is Not Enough" and "Die Another Day." Um, so, um, but then you've got various other people, especially with Samara now dies, lots of people. You've got various other people um, who are not necessarily always credited. So lots and lots of different writers, but that shall we, is really common across all of the films.
0: Before we get off this, I just wanted to talk about two other things as well that would became mm. really notable to me. Firstly, I'll start with the, the last thing first, that I think Die Another Day would be totally, um, people would be totally fine with Die Another Day if the CGI was better. And I think a lot of people's problems yeah, is that the action sequences look silly. Because even on the other films where, like, silly things happen, like when Roger Moore, like, surfs across an iceberg lake thing and the Beach Boys play Oh, well, no, a lot of people had that kind of criticism. Yeah, but, but of that. like, that's real. That is a stunt Someone that is surfing, physical. Yeah. But because so much of the stunts are CGI and they involve really weird things like windsurfing and kiting. I do think a lot of people... I think they look awful. And I, I, think I agree. People, I think people... If you took that away, the story and the action, the story and the characters are really good.
1: I think a lot of people have trouble with the dialogue because every, like, there's so much innuendo in it and every every exchange is like, is so tightly written. Um, I actually really like the writing in Diana yeah, the Day do. because I like the fact that everyone is quipping.
0: I think there's too much. I think the other thing that people have a problem with is Madonna as well. Just Madonna being I love there. her character there and yeah, Bond's I, I, relationship I with her. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, And I think nowadays people would have an issue with the transracial element, because that's a bit sort of like...
1: Uh, People had trouble with the transracial element in 2002, darling. Really? Yes.
0: I, I think it would be worse. People would, like, totally think that was not appropriate these days. But there we go. But the other thing I noted as well was quite how... Verging on a poor performance, I thought he was as Bond in GoldenEye and yeah. he kind of... He, yeah, uh, the, the he's writing, not very confident I think, in I think the, the writing's not as good. I don't think the quips that you mentioned... I wouldn't say it's a poor a to Goldeneye.
1: I think he's just not got that assurance.
0: The quips are not very good at all. The, the, the one no, Goldeneye, is, the humour cool.
1: doesn't work very well in uh, Goldeneye.
0: And then... Like he's so much more confident. The best film he does it obviously *Tomorrow Never Dies*, but like so much more confident immediately. Yeah. And *Tomorrow Never Dies* does have the best opening, yeah, pre-title sequence of any James Bond film ever with that the arms bazaar, yeah love it. that is so good and there was a big like everyone at once cheering when judy dead goes his his jo- job <laughs> yeah. the hell is he doing
1: his job love it yeah
0: so yeah donate um, to the day. thank you for everyone if you do want to donate still the fundraiser is still open yeah. we set up a very um quick tiny url so it's tinyurl.com forward slash l t q d a d and whatever you can give we um, would be really really grateful for such a great course all of the food and drink um, and the whole rundown of the day is over on licensequeer.com, and all of the fun videos we did in between each film um I yeah i
1: haven't updated the page with those links yet but i will do it is over
0: on david's instagram at licensed to Queer. we've just been a bit busy yeah, we have managed to sneak in a couple of
1: cinema trips though yep so fast x which we won't talk about in detail because we'll read a separate podcast about
0: this about how it's stealing bonds lunch money yeah um and we just got back from taking our niece and nephew um see the little mermaid but really we wanted to see the little mermaid as well well you
1: did i was happy to wait until it was on disney plus
0: yeah but um we went to all that um and you would think what is the link between james bond and the little mermaid well there's two bond actors in this yeah is played by javier Javier yeah Um,
1: really good actually he's really good actually yeah
0: he um he's well we know um,
1: javier Bardem's good but he's he's surprisingly good in that considering the daft outfit he has to wear
0: yeah, um he doesn't have the sort of abs of the um the no, animated version.
1: No, no, and no. he's a bit
0: more stern, um, but it's very good performance. Mm. And then the other Art Malik,
1: who plays Cameron Shaw, of course, in The Living Daylights.
0: And he, is he like the prime minister of the Yeah, so you know the Metallica um
1: you know the old guy in the animated film who's always trying to protect eric grimsby Grimsby, but he's already in
0: that isn't he yeah yeah same character is
1: it it's the same character essentially but yeah he's kind of been elevated to prime minister not just like um an advisor to prince eric Eric, so and he he's actually for me although the film i thought was a bit of a hodgepodge and there's some really good bits and some that were just a bit of a trudge because it was just recycling everything from the original even
0: like the actual same script in places and yeah like, why it was it was me?
1: exactly um but actually i thought aunt malik was one of the best things about it because the character was different yeah and um was far more interesting than the character in the original
0: i think it's a really important film just for representation and i, I won't take that away from it no but like um the original is far better but obviously there is still um the one scene that we both agreed is better than the original it's kiss the, the kiss girls the girl scene. yeah um you think you keep saying kiss the girls it's not the morgan freeman Where is it kiss, kiss the, the girl, girl. <laughs> he only yeah, kiss It's not one the serial girl. killer drama <laughs> yeah um um and yeah and there's a few like little neat little things where they change some of the lyrics to recognize consent and that stuff is important too um and yeah i thought it was really fun tolula really liked it our nephew who's only like not quite three and a half four three three quarters yeah but he was like terrified
1: oh my god so i had to go out of the film three times
0: yeah he was scared Triton,
1: and yeah he's scared of king trident F- yeah, he was scared of, was scared of yeah. ursula and then the whole end where everything gets very loud and there's a sea battle
0: which i'm glad he was out for that yeah so like, I, I, I basically really missed there. pretty
1: much all of that because he was sobbing and i had to just yeah. take him out into the you, yeah
0: so that that that's fun um so yeah so
1: that's why you don't take a four-year-old to the cinema
0: yeah <laughs> and then um in other sort of like random moments in the month where i thought of bond we picked up a new car um oh yeah and it's a, a tesla model y um and it made me think of bond um mm. in two ways one because full of <laughs> gadgets elon musk is like <laughs> oh like bond villain. Villain. yeah um, and two it's full of gadgets and it feels like we picked it up from Q branch with all the it things does. you can do on the I'm still phone. trying to
1: figure out what all the buttons do. When it might be some time. When
0: you when I was in the garden in the other night and I pressed something on the app and you could hear the car talking to us from outside. Oh that was we sinister <laughs>
1: that was bizarre.
0: Yeah. So yeah that was our new car. And if you we don't have this version, we have the Y, but if you do have the Model X or the Model S, you can even make the car the the the, the Heads up display has like a picture of the car, and you can even turn your car you visualiz- on the heads up it, display. Yeah, the, the visualization visualiz- of yeah. your car into the Lotus Esprit from Spy of Me. Because Elon, Elon Musk, Musk owns, owns it, apparently. That car that was used in the film. So
1: we, I would have loved to have been able to do that. Maybe a software update will let us yeah, do it that, with that yeah, but uh, we weren't prepared to pay that amount of money just to be able to have the computer display <laughs> a car as a submersible Lotus.
0: And the, apparently, that's what it's on that mode when you mess around with the tire pressure
1: because
0: oh. it instead of tire pressure it changes it to depth oh wow yeah fancy and clever last thing moonraker
1: moonraker
0: um the novel the novel yes very different from the film very different from the film and i also think like it feels like a disservice now when people say about something that it's gone full moonraker because mm. i get that they're talking about the film yeah but the n- it feels wrong that the film moonraker did that to moonraker because um despite the story being about a rocket going up it is such a great missile rather than a space shuttle yeah it's such a grounded novel like it all takes mm. place in england um the first two thirds like the first third is about a card a che- game a card game where someone's cheating and it's uh, spoilers for a so 68 year old novel yeah so um, don't
1: carry on if you've never read moonraker you really do because i i was so like hurry up and finish yeah, it anthony yeah. where are you at because i wanted to talk about it yeah. because there are some surprising elements to moonraker so if you've never read moonraker go and read moonraker and just stop listening we won't blame you
0: but um so it all starts with a card game and it's just like M asking Bond, oh, this man's cheating at my club. He's a bit of an industrialist. Um, make a bit of a name for himself. Can you help me figure out if he's cheating? And then, so that's all exciting, even though I have no idea about Bridge. Nope. I did draw a little bit Kim of Kim and I talked about that, fact. didn't we?
1: No, we neither of us know how to play Bridge, but we both love me, Greg. Um
0: And you don't really need to know, you just, because that seems yep. so well written in terms of all the drama of the table. And then, then the second third of the book... Bond goes to investigate <coughs> this crime um, around the Moonraker missile where a murder the, the, suicide a, a murder happened um, and that this missile launch is so important to the UK for national, its national security mm. um, that it has to go off without a hitch and then it's really interesting because Bond goes on this case for this man who is um, exposed as a cheat and then kind of begins to like him slash really support, really think that this missile launch is important, and then actually starts to think, I don't even know why I'm here, because all this security is top-notch anyway. Mm -hmm. And then the last third, it all goes to hell, and it's so really exciting. I was reading it, like, one or two, or possibly three chapters a night, Mm -hmm. and then I'd like, oh, I've had my fill for tonight, I'll read some more tomorrow. And then when I got to the bit in the... at the end of the third this probably the start of the third act where you
1: messaged me i think i was in the bath and you messaged me so i didn't pick it up until afterwards where it was like omg drax is a nazi yeah
0: <laughs> and then um and then it was like because we
1: whatsapp each other in the house clearly the That's realization
0: bizarre. when um, bond and gala um were tried to be assassinated by a cliff fall and then when they go back to the house and bonds like oh i love all. that bit and then when bon goes back upstairs to his room and just before he falls asleep so he has a realization that the table was only laid for three and then he kn- knows that they were all tending to murder trying them. to murder them both mm-hmm. and that's so cool and um and then the and um, one thing i think is really interesting about it is the fact that this was written based off a um a screenplay um yeah that they
1: screen treatment
0: yeah but it feels like it would be the most difficult to
1: actually actually stage
0: stage Mm. and it makes sense why they did it all and went to the space and all that kind of stuff because um there's a car chase which is really good but it's just a car chase towards the end um and it's got a massive veil
1: of newsprint that need to squash a vehicle
0: and there's the card game which casino royale has shown that you can actually make card games quite exciting yeah but um 2006 the um, not an awful lot happened, and some of the action sequences—it's more eru- like a detective story, yeah. yeah. And yeah. some of the action probably is probably what you liked it so very tense, and it's—it's it's not a lot of like moving around action. It's like let's sit here and hope no one finds us. Action mm. while we get slowly burned to by exhaust fumes and yeah. set each other on fire.
1: Horribly <laughs> tense, though, isn't it? And it's very really graphic. And Gala's um, escape, and, yeah. Gala's uh,
0: escape, and when she steals that pocketbook and then when her and bond have to hide in the exhaust pipe mm. um and yeah it's, it's it's quite
1: sadistic isn't it mm. what fleming puts them through
0: yeah and then oh my god the thing i haven't mentioned yet but the ending mm. it was such like obviously i'm not naive enough like to think that bond's gonna run off and have a happy ending but you do think that bond's gonna um the cha- the end chapter he's going off on leave to recover because he's really battered and he's been given a um a month's leave and all expenses paid him and gala um who's just been given like this medal by the the queen can go and do whatever they want and everyone's leading you to believe they're going to be spending this time all together and even in the head of bond you start he gets sort so getting excited about i'm going to go here we'll go from here we'll go there we'll go there and you start getting really excited for him Mm. and like there's a little reference to um um their Bond secretary, um, Ponsonby. Lelia Ponsonby, is getting the desk ready for 008, who's been ill. And like earlier in the novel, when it mentions them, um, it's a reference to um, agents and the secretaries. If they settle down, they have to leave the service. Yeah. And I think I, I think Fleming was doing that quite purposely to bring her setting up the desk again yeah. um, to show her relationship perhaps with 008, being something quite important to her Mm -hmm. and and then that juxtaposed with what bond was suddenly feeling about um gala and and like his plans for this holiday trip and then when you get to the last page and she turns up with a fiance and oh my god i sobbed Mm -hmm. uncontrollably i was on my lunch break at work um thankfully i was working from home um and I took, I knew I had about 10 minutes left of the book. So I took my 10 minutes to read it. Then I had to take another 10 minutes to console myself because I was crying that much. And I had a team's call at like half. past. (laughs) And my eyes would all be bloodshot. Um, But it was so. I was at work as well. And I,
1: um, I, I was actually with a colleague and we just nipped out to get a cup of coffee. And, um, and you came through on the car, and I just heard this. Oh,
0: I've just finished Moonraker. Oh, god. And like, I wasn't th- foolish enough to think he'd, he would settle down with it, but I thought he'd get his happy ending of like a month. And like, it's such a, like I said, it's such a departure. It's also in England. Um, it's not tremendously action packed, but it's still very exciting. Um, it's got like a terrific villain. Um, and, um, it's quite funny in places as well. But um, Bond doesn't, like, bed the girl. No. They, like, kiss once, but just as, like, we might both die right now. So let's just, like, hold each other whilst... She does Rocket get to see
1: up. him in some... They both see each this, other naked. This has become, like, a Twitter thing today because Charlie Higson and I talked about what Bond's underwear was like. And in, um, in Moonraker, he wears a pair of reassuring blue underpants but well, i don't know <laughs> but for some reason gala finds the fact that he's wearing presumably quite sensible kind of oh. uh, boring pants um reassuring
0: um or does that mean that like she was looking and thought that like i don't quite well endowed? well
1: perhaps but um i don't think that's perhaps how he's intending but who knows
0: but uh, like, i like um, um i've since decided to try and read one of these a month, so I'm now on diamonds of It's been
1: some years since you read a Bond novel. Yeah,
0: I've um I've picked a few but like I've picked, I picked I've read a couple of chapters of different continuation novels. I know
1: when you and I when I think this is quite common. When people get in a relationship together they kind of in you know, get interested in each other's interests. And you've obviously become madly passionate about Bond over the yeah. years. Um and I that's when it wasn't long after we got together, I think you read Casino Royale yeah. and then a few years later read Live and Net Die. Yeah. Um, but you already started Diamonds Forever last night, didn't you? Yeah. I've and been, you love the opening of
0: Diamonds yeah. Forever. But the, the opening with a scorpion is one of the best things I've ever read in a novel. It's so well. Like, yeah. so, like, and, like, I don't know if it's going to come back later with a scorpion, but it's just like such yes. a cool thing to open with. Um, and it also like is a really great way of like recognising um, with a, a scorpion and the um, beetle. And then you recognize the sort of peril yeah that the diamond smugglers are mm. doing and the dentist and all of these people they're all like being preyed upon by a bigger that's it
1: um, it's a whole metaphor yeah, a, it's brilliant
0: yeah. um and so yeah i'm really looking forward to it and so um, i'm going to try and do one and one i love
1: day. i love this i hope you do carry on because it allows me to see because obviously i know these books really really well like too well and it's like they're not I, I love to kind of hear your like as you were just describing Moonraker I was kind of excited for mm. you but I, because obviously all of those things you know about it being set in England but the fact that it's so exciting all that I'm just like yeah I've known that for about 30 years but I, don't know <laughs> so. if,
0: I wouldn't <laughs> like that, like I hope, yeah. I'm, I'm probably wrong but I wonder if my excitement will be lessened in the other one yeah because perhaps. Moonraker seems to me one that has been so poorly served by the movies. Yeah. Because like um the Moonraker mm. film actually has nothing to do with Moonraker. No, the Drax character really. that they have he's like, not is the not the same. Like, yes, like he's like Knight. the master nah, like, nah, master nah. race, they're But not the he's not a Nazi. Tonight. And he's he's really like sinister and some of the like the outbursts when he suddenly like speaks to the BBC with his old thing about and then Hold d- your children. D- does today. a Nazi
1: salute before <laughs> he gets on board the submarine. <laughs> and they're
0: like the BBC's like, oh what's going on there? But that's um that's all different. And then like, um, although we've got like the character of Golabrand a little bit in Natal- what Natalia can do and the backstory mm. to um what's her face? Miranda Frost. Yeah. But that character hasn't really appeared no, either. Definitely um, not, and um and I think it's just I think it'd be done really good. I think you'd have to do it if you were going to do it. I think you'd have to do it potentially as a TV series or a yeah. a, a, a drama, like you said, a theatre play would work quite well. Mm. But it would also have to be period set. Yeah, I you'd agree. lose something if it wasn't set. No, it's definitely
1: got to be uh, within a decade of the end of the Second World War. And I don't
0: think you could do it justice by um doing a thing where like instead. It's slightly after the war on terror. And no, people no, are worried no, I don't about, think like, so either. Like something like Al-Qaeda. No, it's got to be Nazis. Totally. Yeah, so good.
1: It's got to be Nazis.
0: Um, just before we finish, because um, this is also something we've talked about the month, and I think if we talk about it next month, it'll be too late. But do you want to tell people about their chance to watch the Japanese Casino Royale musical?
1: Yeah. I'm going to try to keep this as concise as possible, because... We've already done extensive coverage on License to Queer about what we're about to talk about, but essentially it's the Japanese musical with an all-female cast of Casino Royale.
0: Yeah.
1: Unprecedented for Takasuka Review, which is the theatre group that do this. They are actually going to do a live stream of it. So popular has been the show for various different reasons, which you may, which you can hear about in our coverage. But essentially this show has been incredibly popular in Japan. You might have already heard us talk about how difficult it was to get tickets for this when we actually went to Japan. Um, and it's so worth seeing. We would urge everyone to check out the live stream. And the live stream is on 11th of June.
0: Yes, yeah, Sunday the 11th of June. And obviously it's a live stream. So um, for you, those of you who are listening from the UK, you're going to have to get up at 5am. 5am. Five thirty AM. I think it's five. Watch. It's five thirty AM according to your Instagram.
1: All oh, right, so it's thirteen thirty in Japan yeah. time. Okay, yeah. so we'll—that's why, because I've set the alarm for us to wake up at five o'clock. Yeah. Um, and I think we might even have a couple of friends coming over to join us at five o'clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, in uh, I know there are quite a few people online who have already talked to who are planning to jump on at the same time.
0: And this one is unlike the one that we saw in Japan. This one actually has subtitles so yes follow so
1: although it was a three-hour japanese play with music uh that we we still somehow followed the plot yeah about 85 percent of it anyway in without subtitles this time you actually get subtitles so you'll be able to follow all of the plot
0: and you have to um go into a website there's a it, there's a post i've put links on yeah, uh, the like. queer, queer instagram yeah um but um if you you have to pay and you'll get the link to watch it and then you also then get a link to watch it on a restream which is at a different time uh, in the evening so you can watch it to more. if you time. buy
1: the ticket for yeah. the live stream you get the restream included in the ticket and price. the
0: restream is on the 26th of june
1: and that's so in
0: japan and yeah on the evening of the 25th in the uk that's a
1: sunday night which yeah. i think is 8 p.m uk time yeah um definitely worth doing we're going to be doing a live watch along if you do want to join us um you're very very welcome uh, we might do it on twitter or we might do a zoom like we did for the donate another day and yeah. so we can have people typing comments as we go
0: tickets are about 23 pounds yeah it's
1: 23 quid
0: yeah if you do want to listen like to 27, it 27 um, 28 if you do want to watch it and you think oh I'll listen to some of david's previous coverage to get into it that just be aware that that will have spoilers
1: yeah it does um yeah. So the videos that you and I shot as Instagram lives and then kept on Instagram. Yeah. That, so you, after the first, you definitely don't want to watch more than the first one if you want to go yeah. in completely spoiler And free.
0: then your, your sort of um, deep dive- Discussion with, with Inspired by Bonds Bond Bond is very
1: yeah, spoiler-heavy. Because heavy. to be honest, we did, we did that because we never thought there was an opportunity for anyone else to see this production yeah because
0: i know on that podcast you talk about oh there might be a dvd release or something like
1: there that. is going to be a dvd release at some yeah. point yeah. um in the next few days actually i think but it will be in, it will only be released in japan without subtitles yeah almost certainly so this is a one-time deal folks well too if you count the free restream that you get included if you want to see this show this this will never be repeated it will i I don't think they ever go on tour with these sorts of things and the
0: two leads and the two leads are leaving the the company company,
1: so this is a one-time deal so a really unique event and you might be thinking japanese musical of james bond is it going to be my cup of tea I would say that everyone is going to enjoy this on some level yeah uh, we enjoyed it on lots of different levels from the
0: the some of the songs are really really brilliant yeah and um just generally the performances are incredible like you do forget you are watching um women in some instance where the women mm. are playing men because
1: that's because the way they're trained from the other trained early, from in their early in
0: their careers to um act every sort of masculine like, masculine like voice um walk demeanor it it is just really really spectacular and the sets and the costumes are incredible too um you really will like enjoy it i think and you'll do yourself a disservice if you miss it because it's like a two-time deal really
1: i have spoken with a lot i've suddenly got lots of japanese people following me Mm. who aren't bond fans but they have become bond fans because because of of this production so because they were massive fans of Takazuka review um, and it has a, what, 99% female fan base, Tukazka Review. Um, but a lot of them just watch everything or watch everything they can of Tukazka Review, regardless of the subject matter. So the same actor, actress, has played Sherlock Holmes yeah. and people like that in the past. So the fans then kind of watch it as Tukazka Review and then look at some of the the um, source material. So they've actually been introduced to Bond through Tukazka Review, whereas we were introduced to did Casagrua review yeah.
0: by Bond. I think that if you had to like suggest for them what they should go on with their Bond journey next, based on this version of the Casino Royale we've seen, I think you should suggest a Roger Moore Bond next. <laughs> Because it won't be too far, like, a, no, it won't but, be too far a leap for them. No,
1: I suppose so. I mean, it's got like, but possible... your eyes
0: only would, I think, would be like that mix between mm. some sort of the broody aspects you get in, in Act One and the craziness of Act Two.
1: Yeah, they might, yeah, yeah, that's that that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, we'll ask, we'll perhaps, ask someone.
0: Yeah, but there you go. Um, that's our month in Bonn for May 2023. 20, May was a a lot happened it was a like a massive <laughs> like three we had three may days basically that oh was. good lord so yeah we will catch up and in, a lot's happening in june <laughs> yeah we are catching up yeah. in june um, and pride, july pride it's month, great so um obviously please come and support License to queer licensed queer does i'm not just saying it because of my husband but it does amazing things um and it's pride month so celebrate queer creators